This is your host, Primo, and today we're going to be talking about Audrain's Supercar Show and Spring is in the Air. Is it time to detail your car? We'll be right with you. Two seconds. Hey everybody, welcome back to Carside Chat. I am your host Primo and it's going to be it's been a crazy day. The weather has been up and down. I don't know what I'm doing. There's just it's, it's the car shows are getting crazy. And the crazy thing is is that most of the big car shows out there right now are a lot of them are exotic supercar definite concourse stuff. So stuff that we're working on right now. So I wanted to, we're going to go some over a little bit over that in the future, but what I want you to do is I want you to come over to the executive automotive society.com. We're going to be listing some stuff over there so you guys to see and understand and get into this kind of stuff that we're covering. And like I said, get some events out there that we're, you guys can all get be a part of. So um, I want to be, everybody tells me, hey, I never see a supercar. Where do I see a supercar? I'm like, well, you know what? Now you have a website to go do that. You can see all that stuff. Um, and I want to put it up there. So, you know, hey, you can come to a really cool event. Some of them are going to take some registrations and that kind of thing. But if you really are truly interested in enjoying some of the finest cars, which we're going to go on in a second. Um, and I think my guest just walked away. <laughs> I think his door is, uh, getting worked on. Uh, but yeah, so I am, well, that's the thing is, is when we get back from that, we're going to show you some of the coolest ways of going out and actually seeing uh, a car show or show, seeing these cars that are really unique. So the first thing that happened this weekend was we went over to the Audrain, uh, supercar show. Uh, let me check the think of the wording that it was for it was um what's the super in supercars so to do that uh we went over to the audrain but i have my guest here justin and i want him to be able to share this moment with you so let's introduce the guest right now justin sherwood a final inspection audit detailing what's going on today justin how are we doing buddy you ran away for a second. I was kind of worried. I was like, where is he going? Yeah, um, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's called. <laughs> nice. Exactly. But, uh, but but yeah, so I, I heard you were having, are you having a good time over there? Oh, I'm, yeah, stressed. When's your, you know, when's your, being a business owner. When's your next, uh, biz, what's your next opening? So if somebody wants to do something in, uh, <sighs> when do they call you? Uh, well, I'm, I'm like midsummer right now. Wow. I'm, I'm busy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that's I if he won't make time for me, I know there's he's gotta be really busy. So but uh <laughs> I, the thing is is I went I know you're having a, a really busy time, so I wanted to brighten your day. Uh we went over to this Audrain supercar thing and I wanted to be able to share some of these cars with you and get kind of your input because I think they did pretty good detail on the cars that were at the show. But I'm gonna have you look at it and take a look at it. The first one we have up is the this one, do you know what this one is? Uh, SL, no, SL, SLR? No. Good, good, very close. CLK GTR CLK, AMG. Cool. And this yeah. is their homologated car. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a video that's going to be coming up Friday. So if you guys want to pay attention to that Friday at 5 p.m., uh, the full video coverage, we did put some stuff on the uh, website there so you could check it out. But Friday at 5 is going to be the live video. And that video is pretty cool because we get to go 
go spinning around cars. Now, I, here's the one that gets me. I always get tripped up by this. So what do you think this one is? I have no idea. That is a Porsche 959. 959. Now, that right there was the one that they did that was the... Um, so think about it as they had a Group B in the... Um, what do you call it? Uh, Group B racing. And uh, it was it was a pretty cool like little challenge thing, but it was very, um, what do you call it? Um, I don't know how to say it. It was it was such rally racing, yep. but it was like a very fast version of rally racing. So it ended up getting kind of dangerous, if you will. <laughs> and uh, so what ended up happening is they ended up canceling it. So that was kind of a big issue. So they made this car. It I don't think it ever actually won a race. It barely even got a chance to compete. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, they made a street version of it and I think they made very, very limited numbers on yeah. it. Um, and it, but it was the coolest thing. It had brake bias. You could change the brake bias on it. You could kind of end cartoon, I think a little bit with it, That's but, crazy uh, technology for that, that time. Yeah. But what was crazy was, is that here's this car that really everybody should have loved. It was Porsche's pristine example of you know, basically a, a wide body 911 yep. with all this cool technology and you couldn't drive it. Like it was <laughs> so rare that nobody wanted to take it out. Yeah. But anyway, I really think you'll like this one. This is probably my, funny enough. This is probably my top That's two cars. Looking. That is the CLK DTM, uh, wow. obviously AMG. So this was another homologated car and they had a lot of the homologated stuff. Like in other words, cars that, started off as race cars and, and had street yeah. versions. But this car right here was actually made to compete in the DTM and they had to make a certain amount of them. I think it was, yeah. well, it'd be end up being like 30 cars. Like you just see something like that and you're like, that can't be rare. And it's like, no, that thing is super <laughs> rare. But, uh, but my pristine example and easily the reason that I actually went to see that show was this right here. You know what that one is, right? Oh, a vector. That's a vector W eight, baby. One of yeah. 22 produced, I believe, I, be, I believe it was a New Jersey car, but wow. it was absolutely incredible to look at. And I am, I just, oh, I get That's so, stunning. yeah, I got, so I haven't seen it. one of them in person, right? Yeah. Wow. So dude, it's going to be one more month. You can go down and check yeah. it out, but yeah, um, they do a good job down there. Always rotating. Yeah. This is, the, this is a happy person standing yeah. next to my vector W eight. That's I, I could try. I would have stolen it, but um, I didn't have the time. So anyway, <laughs> So, but yeah, tonight we're talking about detail. And obviously before we do that, I remember to everybody out there, don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget the bell icon. Our chat is open for comments. So if you guys want to get involved with that, we got some that was coming in. Um, uh, Shattercat posted. Wow. Uh, let's have that. Let's see. Where's this one? Oh, oh, here we go. And then we have, this is uh, ECS magazine. Hi friend. Hey buddy, what's going on? That'll be Reggie. So, and then we got a high from, um, what do you call it? Uh, franchise Pharaoh over there. So, but it is what it is. So I, I am under the impression that we are coming into spring right now. And the reason that you're getting so busy is because people are looking to do details, right? Without a doubt. It's that time. Everybody's yeah. pulling their toys out of, from winter hibernation and, yeah. uh, they're itching. So yeah. Now, here's my question, though. Is that the only time that they should be thinking about detailing? No, it's it's an ongoing maintenance. You know, it's 
they like to get the the I guess the bulk of it done, the 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 yeah. big job done, usually right. in spring or before they even put it away for the winter. Right. And then uh, throughout the season, they just do their basic maintenance on it. So right. detailing is always an ongoing thing. So should um, they ha- should you have your car basically detailed before you put it up, or should you have it specifically for when it, you know what I mean, for when it goes down? Uh, it's to each their own. Everybody's different. You know, there's yeah. no right or wrong way. Um, some people, if say their car was in the shop most of the season, and then they. Uh, you know, get it back towards the end of the season. Maybe they'll have it detailed and then it's ready to go when they pull it back out in the spring. Um, Vice versa. Some people do their work over the winter months. Mm -hmm. Um, Their cars have fingerprints, handprints. They did a new build. The car could have fresh paint, whatever the case is. And uh, they want to get the car ready now that the nice weather's here and and get it going. So um, really there's no right or wrong answer when it comes to that. Yeah. So here's franchise. We won't hold it against the vector for being a Jersey car. Oh, I, just, I missed that one from before, but, uh, yeah. And then, um, Reggie over here, ECS magazine, want to drop in and listen to the rich folks talking about cleaning their cars. Exactly. That's <laughs> well, that's the beauty of it is that you're going to see some cars today that aren't just, um, you know, rich cars. They're going to be, um, cars that, um, that are regular cars that you'd be amazed at stuff that like, it needs detailing. You know what I mean? So, all right. I'm just checking one thing here. So, yeah. So that was the thing is, so um, there was something else I wanted uh, to, to ask you about too. So um, with the stuff that's coming out right now, is there any new technologies that people should probably think about when it comes to cleaning their car that they should have an example of? Yeah. So um, the, the big thing is, uh, paint protection film that's Mm -hmm. that's been really gaining a lot of traction over the years yeah same as um also some of the some brands are releasing what they call a self-healing coating which the paint protection films have a self-healing feature where uh essentially you stick the car outside in the sun or apply a heat source such as like a heat gun and uh, it can actually it's like a self-healing membrane and it'll self-heal like micro marring towel scratches or what we like to call love marks from people loving on the car Um, so that's a pretty cool technology and it's one of those things it's um seeing is believing you would never never believe it until you saw it with your own eyes and it it does work it's it's pretty cool so if you told me 20 years ago excuse me this stuff would exist i wouldn't have believed it yeah. So what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to show them something here and I want you to kind of explain what it takes to get this image on your car. Oh, that's a good one. That's a, that's actually an older photo. Um, so that right there was a truck. I did that. Oh God, probably six years ago now. And uh, had really nice, as you can see, super flat paint. So no orange peel. Um and that that right there is just the result of really really flat mirror paint nice um, that's that's a nice paint job on that cool. truck and I, w- I had a couple of do, what do you think first you think the old car or think we go with the vet or if we go with the viper i whatever you want <laughs> i like them all <laughs> all right so let's show this vet off ah uh, yes yep that was a recent one i just did that uh not too long ago a few weeks ago maybe last month um nice. that car came in kind of hurting 
Really? Um, typical black car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, it needed a good bit of love. Um, I think that one had lived under a car cover possibly or in a carport. I can't quite remember, but something caused a very unusual pattern of scratching and marring all over that car where it was really on the top sides. Nice. Um, you know, the, the tops of the fenders, the, the quarters, right. um, all the high spots. So that, that took quite a bit of work to get that back. Nice. Now, did we sh- we didn't show this one yet, did we? Nope, we didn't show no. that one. Now, that was the thing is, is somebody said about our rich cars. Actually, nope. I don't think this car is cheap in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> But um, but yeah. Now, what did what what was the the I, I gotta ask what the demand really was for getting this car and like cleaning it up and. Well, believe it or not, so he's in the process. This was strictly a race car. Obviously, you can kind of see um, by what's going on with the roll cage poking out and the, and everything. And um, he's actually in the midst of turning it more into a, I guess, a street cruiser. You know, an ice cream. You know, take the kids for ice cream type car. So. He wanted it looking good. Um, paint was in pretty decent shape, but it just needed to have the gloss and clarity brought back. Had some swirls, scratches, yeah. um, things of that nature. Just, again, from sitting, people um, putting stuff on the roof and on the trunk lid, you know, while it's being worked on. Typical, so, right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so um, he's a new owner of the car. He had purchased it recently just before uh, winter and... Um, he wanted to get it ready so he could drive it this this year and take it to the local cruises and have some fun with it. Well, going back to the storage, I'm having some connection issues here. I don't know what's going on, so we're gonna we're gonna have to troubleshoot this as we go along. I'm having somebody else troubleshoot it because I want to keep doing this video. If, if it doesn't come up live out there and you guys are having problems, I will just upload it separately, um, and that way it'll be you guys will get it one way or the other. So if you're out there and you're having some issues seeing it. We, I will upload the video. I'll just do it separately. We'll do it like that. But um, so, yeah, the one thing that I was talking about, especially when it comes to coverage is you were talking about how you felt. And I loved hearing you say this. How do you feel about car covers? Um, I'm not a big fan of them. I, and it may not be a popular opinion, but um, I'm going to stand behind it. I feel a lot of the times they do more harm than good. Right. Um especially if the car sits outside if it's not in a garage and you put a car cover on it um they you know we have these wind storms that blow through the wind and rain mm-hmm. and if your car's dirty and then there's a car cover on it they're gonna create damage literally two weeks ago i had three phone calls um to fix rub marks and damage from carports and car covers um yeah. slapping and rubbing up against people's paint and they're freaking out so not a big fan of them. Not yeah. at all. So here's another question. So this was something that um, that some people were talking about before. Um, there was a, the, kind of these pop-up covers. And I so there, some of them are inflatable. Some of them are like mobile tents, but they're big enough to hold cars in them. Yeah. And, and they're unlike a garage. Like a garage is obviously enclosed space if you can control, yeah. you know, the kind of. It's air. like a bubble for your car almost. Right. So if you have something that you can have that, I mean, I guess a cover is better than no cover, I guess. Um, But that's the thing is, is I kind of feel that the only real kind of cover that's going to protect your car and kind of keep you from having to keep up with some, to have some sort of upkeep 
is going to be something that's enclosed. But yeah. how do you feel about kind of just something that keeps it out of the rain? Does that help in any way? Yeah, I mean, like a carport or a car yeah. filter, those aren't right. bad. Again, as long as it's secure um, and like the sides aren't flapping and beating up against the paint and stuff like yeah. that, then yeah, they're they're perfectly fine. Perfect. Um, that's better than nothing at that point. But having a tight fitting cover on the car, I'm yeah. not a fan of. You know, right. The, the oh, shelters yeah. and stuff are fine as long as, again, they're not slapping or hitting the paint or the bumpers of the hood. You have it sized properly. So So here, I'm going to show you this real quick. Can you tell me a little bit of history of what's up with that? Ah, that's that's a recent one. I just did that last week. Yeah, that truck I did um, when it was brand new three years ago, and it was time. um, He's on the job sites with it. He plows with it, and uh, it was time to get that redone, and that's uh, properly finished mirror black paint. That's how it should look. Nice. Yeah, I would. That was one thing I was noticing, and I don't. I hope that people can see on that cover itself was how uh, reflective. Like you put the light right on it to see yeah. it, and it's like you. And, and we're going to show you guys a picture in a second that um, Justin shared with us. It really shows the before and after stuff that is just incredible. Like it's so cool to see the changes and the differentiations. Um, between the two, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it just, oh no, yeah, without doubt. And that's, and that's the thing, you know, mm-hmm. I try to do it right. I, I try not to play smoke and mirrors and hide work or any of that stuff. Um, yeah. that's why you see most of my before and afters, just about all of them. There's a direct light source on where yeah. I'm working. So. Just incre- and the idea that you see, this is something that I really like. And I think that, and, and tell me if I'm wrong on this, but it seems like, something that's important is to say uh, a person who is detailing that can put the light on the car and be as transparent as possible. That's something that you want to be able to have. In other words, the stuff that you show just shows that difference between, you know, this was your before picture. This was your after picture. I think a lot of people, especially in business really don't, you know, like if, if let's say I take my car to a dealership and I want to have a, a repair technician, I want to know what actually got fixed on the car. Yeah. So you bring out that part. Now with your stuff, you don't have a part to bring out. So you really have to take that picture, yep. take it to somebody and go, this is why you spent the money you did. Oh yeah. And, yep. and that's the thing is, is, um, I really, when I see your stuff, it really does make sense. Like, okay, now I know why <laughs> somebody would go to you because, you know, of that look. So, uh, franchise Pharaoh, I love hate having a black car as far as keeping its looks clean. Okay. There you go. I love having a black car as far as keeping its looks clean. Any suggestions? So do you have any suggestions? Well, it's a, it's, it's definitely a love hate relationship. We always joke. It's a full-time job. Um, the biggest thing, especially if you have a black car, that's like that Corvette, um, nice and polished and no swirls or anything and it's looking like a mirror how that vehicle is upkept and how you wash it and touch it is the biggest thing when it leaves here so i i sound like a broken record a lot of times with my customers because i try to drill it into their head how to properly wash and maintain their vehicles i i hand them a, a maintenance sheet um there's tons of good videos on youtube and the internet on how to properly wash and dry and maintain um, uh, any vehicle, especially a black vehicle. So, um, you just got to be that much more careful. Um, 
you know, working clean, clean buckets, clean wash mitt, everything super clean and, and just not rush. Try not to, you know, well, how do you feel about the ceramic stuff? Uh, coatings is the main majority of my business. I mean, yeah. I do, I just had two leave today. I had a, uh, a G eight and a brand new TRX today. They both got full coating jobs. Um, the long-term durability, the protection outweighs any traditional waxes or sealants. Now, again, if you have some vintage car with original single stage paint on it, is that a car I'm going to put a ceramic coating on? No. Right. That would be a car that would get an old school Carnuba wax or, oh, or something okay. of that nature um, to preserve is, the original paint. Is there, that's the thing is I think a lot of people don't realize that time, especially like I had a car the other day, it was a really old car. I forgot what, I want to say sixties or seventies. And the guy yep. was like, yeah, it's original paint. And which I was very impressed with, but yep. I'm, I mean, that kind of paint has different stuff that made that paint and therefore it's going to take a lot of different detailing, right? Yeah, to an extent, um, the, the single stage paint, um, the thing you get with that, obviously, because you're not polishing on clear coat is, um, and it freaks people out is your pads will turn the color of the car. So if you're polishing a older red Ferrari with single stage paint, your mm -hmm. pads are going to turn red. So you're getting that red pigment out. Um, so you just got to be a lot more wary with single stage paint too, because it can be a lot softer. And if you burn through, now you're going down to primer. So yeah, no yeah. clear coat. So right. yeah. Um, but single stage paint, you can do some miracles with it. Believe it or not, mm -hmm. there's, you, you can definitely have some good transformations with single stage if right. it's all intact and not cracking or any of that. So going back to the ceramic and some of the things that you said with upkeep, um, now obviously there's a reason everybody goes with ceramic. Is the D, is the, how do I say this? The upkeep significantly different with the ceramic coating or is it kind of in the same vein? Um, realistically, I think that it's the same just because you should really maintain a vehicle the same, um, right. whether it's coated or not. But that being said, you know, with a coated vehicle, I always tell people avoid the, try to avoid the automatic car washes as much as you can, whether your vehicle's coated or not. I mean, right. they keep me in business. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um, so it's job security, but right. I just hate for people to spend, you know, come here, spend a lot of money stop blowing their cars through automatic car washes, which I know seems really easy to do in the winter months. Right. But, um, and it's convenient, but I tell people, listen, if you don't have time to wash it correctly and it's cold, just, just leave it be. And right. we'll, when we have time, we'll wash it properly because if you, that's when you start doing the damage. You start going through car washes and everything else. So as far as coatings go, um, Again, avoid the automatic car washes. A big one is try not to uh, let it get sprayed by sprinklers. You have hard water, same oh, as, you know, dang. hosing your vehicle off and just driving down the road. We're getting into pollen season. A lot of people like to. No, don't uh, get rinse. me started. Uh, I yeah. just we drove the car out today, the truck out, yep. and it's covered in what looks like a flower girl came by and sprinkled yeah. the whole car with these yellow yeah. petals. So and people's <laughs> first reaction is to just hose it off and go to work. Right. And reality, you're better off waiting, wash it and dry it. So right. you avoid all those nasty mineral deposits and the hard water stains. Um, right. So it's just, it's really just simple maintenance, just a few simple things. 
and and that's really about it. The Silver Sea says, "Wow, didn't think about water hardness. Good tip." And that's the thing is, is I'm I mean, this, I've known Justin for a while now, and there's just stuff every time I talk to you, <laughs> it's something new. But you take me down this rabbit hole, and now we're oh, hitting, yeah. Here's the other thing. So right now, Amazon has a sale on pressure washers, and they yep. actually have a nozzle on it that says uh, for cleaning your car. Yep. So what do you got to say for that? Yeah, I mean, I use a pressure washer every day, 18, okay. 1800 PSI. Um, I wouldn't be using it like a concrete cleaning tip on it. I think the, fan, <laughs> I think the fan's a 40 degree fan. They have yeah. different color tips. Yes, They're they do. Usually yep. 20 or 40 degree. 40 yep. degrees all you need. You don't need a 4,000 PSI gas powered pressure yeah. washer blowing the paint off your car. Right. Um, but 1800 PSI is plenty, maybe 2,000. Um, the biggest thing you, you really got to look at is gallons per minute. They'll right. say, um, usually you want something in the, in the 1.2 to 1.5 range. Yeah. Um, those work good with your foam cannons. They get the nice foam and everything. And, right. um, then you, and you're good. So yeah, I got, I got no problem with the pressure washer. Right. So, uh, franchise fair, I'm assuming you also get what you pay for when it comes to ceramic coating are some of the less expensive stuff even worth it all. That is an incredibly good, Very good question. And, yeah. um, the, the biggest thing is it's the marketing and I'll, I'll, I'll you know, you, you go into the <laughs> store, you see all the stuff on the shelves, you know, ceramic spray, this, ceram those aren't true ceramic coatings. They're just no. this silica based sealants, this spray on wipe off. You get, you get some of the benefits of a coating, like the hydrophobic properties, but you don't get the long-term durability. So yeah. um, they're great for the DIYer, the weekend guy, um, but they're not a true coating that cures. And um, you have to follow special instructions on, on applying it. So, it. Um, yeah. So as far as the over-the-counter stuff, eh, you, you do. You get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah. Well, I and we're going to get back to that, too, because I do I, – I mean, if you don't mind – kind of get me over some trade secrets, I guess, of what brands yeah. you think are good for ceramic coatings, because obviously they're going to come to you. I don't think that yeah. many people want to put their own stuff on, especially with the self-healing stuff. I think <laughs> most of the self-healing stuff, it's like, that's uh, professional grade only. Right, you're not, you're exactly. not buying that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, no, my, with my power washing thing, number one was, I was kind of worried about how does it tell, like, you know, how do you keep the hard water out of it? And number two, like, you know, you were talking about pounds per, uh, you know, the pounds that you're pushing out for it, or the PSI, if you will. But some of those things, they're just Amazon sells them. They're made to be cheap. They, they yep. will literally just say, use this specific nozzle. And I think that's something maybe we want to test down the road to say, you know, hey, does this nozzle actually do what it says it's going to do? I mean, I'm I am worried about somebody actually basically like water blasting the paint off their car. And I've yeah. seen stuff like that happen. So. Oh, I. I, I I did it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Guilty as charged many, many years ago, but it yeah. wasn't my fault. It was bad prep work on the body shop's part. Well, that, that's the other thing, too, yeah. is a lot of people will put that stuff up and they'll think, did I do something wrong? And I have to be honest, there was a um, one of the, the about the third time I had to replace my low bumper on my car. Um, <laughs> none of those were my fault, by the way. Yeah. Um, no, about the third time I bring it into a shop to have it worked on. It was insurance. It was in the insurance list, yep. you know, the state approved kind of thing, which does not mean trust everything nope. you read, but uh, I took it to them. They apparently did not do what it was right. I took it to get something repaired or checked or whatever. And one of the processes was the, 
the guy does detailing in front of his body thing. Uh, and he put the high pressure thing on it. And all of a sudden he just scoured the paint off the front of my car. Oh yeah. And it was probably the most horrifying thing I'd ever seen because I was like, did I do something wrong? And he goes, no, this was whoever did the body work. To oh, this. Yeah. Yep. Did not do what they needed to do. And the promoter prep, whatever it was. Yeah. And it just blew it right off. Right. But that's the thing is how many times have you had a car come in that you're ready to clean and you have to message the guy and say something was wrong with the body work. Well, I just had a Corvette come in, a, a, an old C4. You might have seen it last week. It was a black 95 C4. I, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that ended up, we had to do a different process. We weren't going to do a, a traditional polish and coating. Um, there was a lot of stuff going wrong with that car, with the paint, given the age. Um, not to get off track here, but no. I have another yeah. product called X-Coat that I use for situations like this, which is essentially a self leveling wipe on clear coat. Wow. Um, it's two part has a hardener on it. It's not, would I use it on, you know, one of the cars here? No, it's not for that. It's, yeah. it's for a car that the clear coats tired on it. It's to buy the guy some time, restore the gloss. <laughs> like buy some time. Nice, yeah, buy him nice, some yeah. time before he needs a full repaint. The car has been in his family since new, nice. so he wants to keep it. Um, so yeah, it was one of those situations. I had to message the guy back, say, Hey, listen, we got to change the plans. We're going to do an X coat service on it. You know, it's going to come out great. It's going to be the best, you know, the best thing to do in this situation. And he was right. plenty happy. The car came out nice, even kind of surprised myself on it. And, uh, almost like he's talking to me about working on my car in the future, but no, <laughs> I actually have, I, I think I actually do. My ceramic coat is pretty good. So, um, it is getting to the end of its life. I, th I, yeah. it's, I don't think it, let me put it like this. If you give me a car, whatever you do to it, I will shorten its life by at least two thirds or <laughs> a third of what, you know, if it's a seven coat, a seven year ceramic coat, now yeah. I'm, I'm done with it in five, you know, or oh, yeah. Five, yeah. I'm done with that's, it in three. That's the majority, you know, right. especially mm -hmm. up here in the Northeast, right. um, yeah. you know, people, you know, they daily drive their cars. But at the end of the day, a true good professional grade coating, whether it's by myself or another legit shop, whoever it may be, right. it's still going to outlast any traditional junk you find on the shelf, no matter what. It just, right. um, it's how it is. The, right. the, the, the totally night and day difference between, um, you know, wax on, wax off and a coating. So. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I, I got so many questions and they just all crammed together. It's like this big thing. So what we're going to do, I want to go. Over, oh, is there anything? That's the other thing. So is there anything like, cause I know there's certain things that you don't want to touch. I want to say like burnt paint. Do you know what yep. I mean? Yep. Is there things out there that you look at somebody and go, you know, no matter how much you clean this, it, it maybe it needs to do body work or whatever. Is it usually from the body side of it? Or, I mean, have you gotten something from a new car and you said, look, this is, it's going to need the, it's going to need something from the dealership. I don't want to clean it. Does that make sense? Um, Very rarely, very rarely. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything from the, from the new car standpoint. Yeah. I mean, right. I get new cars that are um, less than stellar. Right. Um I actually just had a, a CT5 Blackwing in here. I think they made, what, 300 of them this year, 2022. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guy bought it brand new, trailed it out, uh, trailed it back here from New York. Car had maybe 100 miles on it. 
and whatever that particular dealer did as far as prep or whatever the the pre-delivery yeah that poor car needed a lot of work wow. a lot of work especially for a pearl white paint you know to see what we saw right. yeah that that needed some love so even i was taken back by that but I mean, I've pretty I, much seen it all at this point. Well, the funny thing was, if you remember that boat that was burnt up out in the, the ocean. Oh, yeah. We, I thought for sure you were going to get a lot of those cars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> our, it, but, you our, know. our friend Derek um, over at Kicking Customs. Yeah. Um, one of his customers lost his Bentley on that boat, but yes. actually already got it replaced. Wow, no yeah. way. Yeah, already got that's, it replaced. He already took awesome. delivery of it. And yeah, I was shocked. Bentley's a cool company. I've yep. always liked them. Yep. But franchise fa franchise is saying, Sap, how can we cut down all the trees and stop landing on cars? And then he added up with, oh, speaking my caddy language now. So. <laughs> but yeah, so now yeah, I want to. Unfortunately, unfortunately yeah. tree sap, it's either uh, don't park near the trees or park in a garage, I guess. I mean, they, if you got to have a wooded area, that's, that's the only thing. You couldn't park on the planet Earth. At least I couldn't. Like, yeah. if, if I literally could park in the middle of a parking, a, a, a football field parking lot. I could park in the middle of it, and I would still manage to find it's painful. But anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's just what we deal with. But yeah. uh, and the thing is, is that people up here say say it's bad. It it, it really is. Like in the yeah. South, we get a beating. And the thing I like up here, we get rust which is really bad yep. down there. You get, you know, it's, it's pollen. It's other things that get, they really are for me, wow. the South hated paint. Oh, well, I remember living so. in Florida for eight years. We had love bug season down there. Right. Yeah. Oh, so brutal animals and, yep. and yeah, and that yep. stuff. But it was so funny because you'd get in cars. I would get cars and they'd have perfect frames. Every, the car would be down. Like it, you'd think it was out of a time machine, but the paint would, because the talc in it would just yep. absorb everything. So you'd have this like coating that would kind of ridge over the top, and you're like, "Oh, this is really, really bad." Yeah. But anyway, and you don't you like get, get, get once you get that off, it's just going to be it's worse. Like just repaint <laughs> yeah. the whole thing, don't bother. But um, but yeah, so I'm going to jump into one of these things here. I think this is it. So this is ah. pre Viper. Yep, ACR. So, so what was the plan with this? Because we got an after picture I want everybody to yep. see. I'm kind of excited. So, so this is a perfect example of what we call just love marks. This was on the deck lid. You know, people, that's on these cars. That's kind of where people are opening and closing, putting their hands. So, it, and this car only had 8,000 miles on it. So, it's not what? like, yeah, this car only had 8,000 on it. And so, what, what did they do to get this? Well, again, just touching it, um, loving on it, dry, you know, dry wiping it. People love their car dusters, stuff like that. And it's black paint, so it's yeah, going to show everything it. tenfold. Um, so this just got what we call a standard two-step correction. I, I cut it with a nice cutting compound and finish polished it and mm -hmm. got all that mess out of there and made it all nice and pretty again. So I got to say, I went to, I judged the car show Sunday yep. uh, or Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. So Saturday, I go up and judge a car show. I think we did 200 cars somewhere in that range. Nice. I judged. Yeah, it was. Oh, it's brutal, man. I'm telling you. Uh, um, <laughs> don't do it to yourself. I, can, you can I, I can't go to a car show anymore. I'm cursed. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I'm going to get you out to something. I'm going to find a way. Yeah. But uh, I mean, because like a majority of the cars out there are so funny. I'll see these cars and I'm like, 
I know Justin worked on that. That um, the grayish Camaro with the white lines that has yes. the nice wheels. My buddy Tom. Every year, same spot, same show. Yep. Like clockwork, he's there. I think he shows up at two when the show starts at like. Oh, five. probably. Yeah, but anyway, so I love um. Tom. He's awesome. And his car still looks pristine. Yep. And it's so funny. I'm like, I know who did that. But so I'm judging Saturday. And that was the thing is I come up and I said, you know, you want to, they're, they're here to fight for trophies. And yep. then I come up and I see this and I was with some of the other judges and they said <laughs> that they, they were like, Oh, what are you critiquing about this? And I said, can you see the web or the, the Corona look on the yeah. light? And I had my light. I was going to town on this stuff and people were like, you know, what's the deal and i was like this is this keeps you from having the perfect five score yeah but if you want to get the perfect five this is what it turns into when it's done yes, look sir. at that transformation so you said this was a two-step process yep um was this ceramic or anything or this is just that was pre-coding that was just the correction work so that was compounding and, and finish polishing step but I mean, that difference is just, I, I, here's my thing. I think people don't realize what they don't have until they see it and go, and that, and me and you, okay, we're going to say it right now. You're going to, you're going to, I know you're going to agree with me before <laughs> I even open my mouth here, but working at shops that fix Ferraris and Lamborghinis, I've been doing it probably since 2009. I work with some of the yeah. best people out there. There are best repair guys in the world. Their job is not to care about paint. Their job is not to care about cleaning and detailing and all that stuff. So right. when, right. So when they come in that this right here is, is nothing compared to what i see there there oh, is yeah. enough i mean do you have these cars come in and you're like how have you been driving for the last you spent four hundred five hundred thousand dollars on your oh, car and i could literally count by numbers yeah. <laughs> all right so i'm gonna get to the chat right here see if they'll see franchise oh look at this that just wow i think mm -hmm. that just um i think that says it all but so yeah let's do this one right here i wanted to save this to last but yeah. i think this is a good time to bring this up. So I don't know. Do you have the before pictures of that? I don't know. If I don't, I I don't think I have. You can send it over to me right now. On, on yeah, uh, I am and find them. I don't know if I got them handy. Um, yeah. So that car, brand new gold Rolls Royce ghost. Yeah. I mean, beautiful. It didn't look like that when it came in. I mean, there was buffer trails, not all over it, but right. you know, over the quarters, the trunk, some of the roof, the C pillars, the areas where they had, um, you know, sanded out dirt nibs at the factory, you know, little minor imperfections. And right. again, their job isn't necessarily to care about the perfect finish. It's to remove the defect at hand and send it on out, right. which I mean, for 400 grand, you would think it would be, it wouldn't be like that, but right. it's not how it is. And that's, it's no. a common place. Well, I, I, you think about like paint is paint. I, yep. I, I, I think because I mean, um, there's a couple of companies out there that use I want to say elect, electrolysis to put paint on, yep. um, and they use special treatments and they do all these things and they do a lot of work to make sure the colors are perfect and everything's identical or or it's unique to the customer or whatever. Yep. But once it gets out in the world, once it leaves that assembly line, and sometimes even when it's still in the assembly line the problems have already started. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they're counting the minutes until they, 
need to call you up and go, Hey, you know, I mean, the car gets here and you go, I'm the first thing I'm doing is calling you on the phone. If I bought a new car, I would call you on the phone and go get (laughs) ready. I have people book appointments. They give me the heads up that they placed an order for a vehicle. Right. And just say, Hey, FYI, I got whatever, a new truck, new car coming in three months, four months. Just have you got any Broncos yet? Uh, no, I haven't had a new, actually my transport guy has one that he should be taking delivery of soon that I should be getting in, Good. um, either this month or next month. Yeah. So, no, I, I think that, uh, yeah, the Bronco, I yeah. just, I, I, that, those cars they use, I, I don't even think, I don't think it's specialized paint. There's just something about the paint on them that I was like, they, they did a good job with it. Yeah. But yeah. it needs to be loved. And you don't, yeah. people are, the thing is, is people are going to have these cars for six, seven months. And then they're going to realize real quick that, okay. Well, yeah. the other thing is, is people will have a car that they've loved on and it's swirled and, you know, starting to get scratch right. and wear and tear. And it gets to the point where they're washing it and they're probably not doing it right or running it through the car wash, creating more damage. But the car's already so swirled up, they don't see Right. The added damage and then when it leaves here and it's nice and it's close to perfect or as perfect as it can be right and then they go back to their old ways they wonder right. well where did those scratches all of a sudden come from <laughs> well you're the one touching and washing the car so what what's the worst you've ever gotten like i mean just short of like somebody key in the car I had, oh yeah, this was many years ago. I had no lie, a suburban get washed with um, Ajax. Yes. How did that oh, go? So essentially, liquid sandpaper. You know, liquid. Oh, of course, Ajax, yeah, yeah. You know, so were you able to re- to do anything yeah. with it? Yeah, wow. well, I'm it looked like it got washed with steel wool. Essentially, um, it took. <laughs> yeah, that was. I'll never forget that one. Yep. We were All right, able so- to fix it. I think franchise has another question here. What about cleaning, maintain? Oh, that's a good one. Wraps. Okay. And what about the paint underneath? And what, if anything, it may do to the original paint? So as far as the wrap itself, I always suggest if the wrap's new, getting it coated. That's the only thing you're, you're going to, that's going to give a wrap a fighting chance. Um, right. You know, you're not taking a, a polisher or or polishing compound to a wrap because that'll just create a mess in itself now if it's gloss you can polish gloss vinyl um really matte vinyl no so anything that's a matte wrap or like the chrome wraps no Mm -hmm. so get them coated and hope for the best yeah Um, because that's i had mine and the guy came in and the thing that i saw was he had uh Almost it looked like Windex that he was cleaning it with. And then he was lighting it on fire oh. and he was trying to tighten it up on the, oh, the surface. Crank it, yeah. Yeah. But it I mean, it was cool to watch it yeah. happen. And he said, yeah. you know, it was the first installer of my very, very first, uh, wrap on the top yeah. of my vehicle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, we took the wrap off and put the new, we had a sat, we have the satin, yeah. for, um, forged carbon now yep. um and we took it off yeah the paint was you don't want to know like it was definitely oh, really it, it, yeah it wasn't bad but the discoloration yeah. on it changed yeah. it to i'm mean, it's yellowed or something yeah, like that could have been but uh they never they well, never sent me the picture they the just said, yes was, it's the white yeah. car right yeah. so he said um he never sent me the picture he said he owed me a picture but he said it was yellowed up and he says it was 
he goes, yeah, that paint is going to need a, to, a wrap to stay on it for the rest of its life, yeah. which I, 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 that's the thing is, is I think with that car, I kind of knew that was going well, to, never. the, the other know. misconception is vinyl in itself isn't a lifetime thing. They're only no. good for three to five years. I want to say, that was, know, yeah, especially on a daily driven vehicle. And then if you're talking a vehicle that's down south in Florida or any of those oh, states, yeah. it's even less. Yeah, it gets real dried up and brittle real quick. The so, more you get to beaches, the less it's gonna yeah. last. Yeah, so vinyl's not a long term ordeal. I put mine on, and I want to say 2011, 2012. It was pretty beat up by the time I want to say 2018, 2019. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it had that's lasted. Uh, and it was a carbon, the carbon fiber wrap. So it was a yep. laced thing on top. So I think that kind of helped it. Uh, it was starting to, it was like originally the vinyl lines went straight. You know what I mean? They had that perfect <laughs> feel. And then after a while you started seeing as it, it kind of pulls in. And as it does, yeah. the lines start to get a little wavy. You couldn't tell unless you knew what to look for. Yeah. Uh, but I was definitely starting to see that it was, you know, getting time to, to fix it. Um, with the one I have now, that one lasts, like you said, it's probably like eight or eight, seven or eight years that it lasted, which was really nice. With the one I have now, I don't think it's going to, I think may, three or four years is probably the yeah. best I'm going to get out of it. Yeah. Um, the only thing that is really going to be nice about it is unlike the fiber, carbon fiber, which was, you could tell it got out of order with a forged uh, carbon fiber look to it. It's matte and it doesn't have all the. Yeah, it has the flake to it. So if it does kind of get out of whack a little bit, I don't think it's going to look too bad. But I think what's going to happen is it's going to peel. And I think when it peels, it's good because this is something new. We've never tried. I don't even know how many people have actually done something like this. I don't yeah. even know if any if this is what it was supposed to be used. For. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I have a, I do PD PD design over in um, Sharon, some Sharon somewhere in that area. But uh, and they did a really good job on cool. it. So, but the rest of it, the car is like you said, ceramic coated. Yep. Um, I wanted to do something so I could make it last forever. And the other problem is, is that I I needed I should have done should have done it when I first got the car in 2011. No, oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if we even had the. Mm, the that you was, know what I mean? Yeah, that was the very beginning. That was just starting to the yeah. coating stuff was really at its infancy around right. that time and that but that was the thing is is that when we were doing it because i was working at lambo at the time um that they had all these guys came out and they were like you know what you gotta you gotta do this you know what i mean yeah. um but yeah that was the thing is, is i should have i should have tried it and i think that was the thing is is a lot of people kind of hid you know what i mean like they keep giving you stuff but you don't think about it you're like no. You know, it was cutting edge, and that's the thing is, is I, I, I had thought about it, but I just didn't pull the trigger on it like I should. And yeah, I don't know. I don't regret it, but that's the thing is, is you know, I, like you said, there's a lot of stuff that we make mistakes of that I make you a lot of money. So I guess that's the, <laughs> the good thing. About it. I don't regret so. it. Yeah, no. and that's the thing is, is I think that you, you were talking about it. No matter if you do the ceramic coating, if you do the other stuff that there's so much stuff that both interior wise and other areas gets dirty just because life is life. Yeah. And it means I have to call you at the beginning of the year and say this, the next time I'll call you earlier. So that yeah. way I have to wait until. Yeah. You know. So, so typically <laughs> on an average, say a daily driven car that, that I coat, I tell yeah. people, um, especially coming out of the winter months yeah. 
to to give me a call we do what we call a coding maintenance service it's a nice Thanks. decon um it's essentially an express detail um you know nothing over the top if if i have to recode a panel or something i will yeah. um but it's really just a checkup essentially to make sure everything's doing what it's supposed to do there's something I, so i was looking at stuff and I, what is the deal with a clay bar what's the what's what's the thing with that i don't i've never gotten oh that. that's so so clay has got to be one of the most misunderstood things in detailing. Um, oh, I excel it. You misunderstand. <laughs> so, so clay essentially, its main job is to pull all the contaminants and get all that rough feeling, the grit, and all the road grime out of the paint. Um, so if you wash and dry your car and you run your hand over it, or even you can put your, we call it the plastic baggie test, right. put your hand in a sandwich bag and run over your paint and it's all bumpy it feels like braille oh um, i've been there before yeah yeah then <laughs> you need a good decon you gotta clay it um on the flip side to that is um you know clay if you you shouldn't have to clay your car every time you wash it okay got you, it. you know what i mean it, so unless you're only washing your car every three or four months then yeah maybe but if you're regularly washing your car every sunday or every other sunday you yeah. shouldn't really have to clay it. Um, but you use clay, you, clay's an abrasive by nature too. So right. you 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 clay a, a dark colored car, and I mean it will put fine little marks in the car, depending yeah. on the type of clay bar you're using. So right. now you keep using the word decon. Now I'm yeah. guessing that's just from just regular road use. There's certain things yeah. that are on the road that yeah. That, there's there's brake dust there's fallout i mean if you're driving on the highway pollutants people kicking up stuff in front fallout. of you yeah you're driving through chernobyl yeah yeah <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff so yeah. um a complaint i get on light colored vehicles silver or white yeah um little they think they're rust dots the little brown spots okay what dust. is what is that it's it's brake dust, road grime, other stuff yeah. that's just embedded itself into the paint. So I get I get something that is a seed from either it's gotta be some kind of plant thing. And yeah, I'm telling you black dots. It's a black dot. It's yep. elevated. And yep. when you, you have to scratch it off, yep. and when it comes so, off, it leaves a ring. And it's I'm a science like, lesson. <laughs> okay, it's done. I'm in. Let's do it. Science lesson. Okay. That's um if you it, this is real common if you park next to mulch. Um, if you have a lot of landscaping, it's yeah. actually artillery mold fungus. And if you uh, look it up, I'm parked it, right next to mulch, like literally on top of it. Uh, and it's probably peppered on one side, the side mainly next to the mulch. Yeah. Um, unless you have mulch on both sides, but, um, yeah, artillery mold fungus. If you look it up, it's in mulch, a lot of mulch. Um, this is what I get for having the perfect front yard. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah. And that stuff will, it literally shoots those little spores and they stick all over the side of your car. Now it all makes sense. Cause now I'm like, it's been on just one side. And yep. because I park with the mulch to the left, I was like, I don't ever seen it on the right, but whatever. But anyway, yeah, okay. So let's talk. New. All right. Let's talk live has a question for the guest. I have a carbon fiber hood. That's clear coated. Is it okay to polish it with a wheel buffer or will that be too harsh? Um, I would recommend more of a dual action polisher. You know, um, if uh, I mean, if you're experienced with a rotary polisher or buffer, by all means, fine. Um, 
I always say least aggressive method first. So I would start with a DA, you know, you can get, you know, even Harbor Freight has decent dual action polishers and go from there, start with that with a foam pad and, and work your way up. No sense being overly aggressive right off the rip. If, if you're unsure. Exactly. All right. So we're going to, we got, I got one more car. I don't know if we showed this yet or we even talked about it, but I definitely want to go over because it's probably my favorite of the ones you've posted up and this is nothing against your own car, by the way, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, can you, Uh this was, I'm really impressed by this right here. And I think that, the quality of the way this was done. And I just want to know, you know, obviously we showed some pictures of the back end of this, but how yeah. much did this take to do, you know, give us a little detail on it so we can kind of so, get a feel for it. So yeah, this car came in again, the owner had just purchased it right before winter. Yep. Um, came in off the truck. He didn't really drive. I think he bought it in like November. I think he might've drove it once or twice and um, just around the block and then parked it. And uh, he's part of the local Viper Club, so he had reached out to book an appointment. And um, he's like, you know, typical, as you saw, the little swirls and love marks all over it. So um, definitely uh, needed some love. We had to get the paint right for an 8,000 mile. You know, you're talking, you know, a car well into the six-figure mark. So um, it it needed some work. So we did that, got the paint squared away. We also did a wheels off service where I put the car up on the lift. I pulled all four wheels off. I get the massive Brembo's clean and coated. All the, all the suspension components were clean and coated. Nice. The wheel liners, the rear diffuser. I mean, pretty much every square inch of that car got clean, prepped, and protected um, from top to bottom. So um, now he won't have to worry about including the carbon fiber, the big carbon fiber wing. That was all polished mm. out. Right. encoded the top and the underside so um yeah there's there's some time involved in that it gets tedious the paint the the paint itself wasn't too too bad i know the picture those few pictures we showed made it look a lot worse but overall it really wasn't too too bad the, the, and that's the beauty of it is that and it for the people out there because i I did. I do understand detailing. There's a lot yeah. of stuff that I like. I I took the class. I did everything. I just never sat down and mentored with anybody like I did with repair and stuff like that. But uh, but going back to this picture right here, this is nothing. Like this is just. No. And the thing yeah. is, is I I think that people see this and I I what should really scare you is how much worse it can get. Oh yeah. If you don't yeah. take care of it yep. and how much more it takes to pull it back into place. Yep. yep. If you don't you have, you don't have infinite clear coat and that's right. the thing. So right. repairing stuff like that on that Viper wasn't the end of the world. I mean, it's not like we're getting after it with crazy heavy compounds and real heavy wool pads and wet sanding and doing all this stuff. I mean, the newer abrasive technology with pads and compounds nowadays makes it a lot safer. Um, yeah. The finishes come out nicer. Um, so that that really wasn't horrible in the no. scheme of things. I've I've fixed some bad ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that was what I was saying. I, I've yeah. had Ferraris that came in, um, not so much at Lambos, maybe the older, older ones mm-hmm. like, you know, Diablos. But the guys, as they seem to take care of them, and there's something up with the paint that they did. Yeah. They actually painted those cars versus putting them through the machines. They actually went to shops yeah. and had that work done. So it was like when you saw that car, it was like there's something different about the paint. If you guys ever see 
um, the difference between for for a new car today versus some of the older like Diablo and Countach is take a look a good look at the paint, and then that's yeah. the thing is is you'll see those images that Justin sent over, and you'll start going, <laughs> okay, well, I get it now. But there was something with the Ferrari Red that just if you didn't take care of it, it would be soft junk out of you. Yeah, it's soft. So, it, it's yeah. those some of the a lot of the older Porsches mm-hmm. are known for softer paint. Um, I know that you know, from know experience. Some people probably <laughs> wonder like what I'm talking about. Soft hard. Right. Every paint system's different. Clear coats yeah. are different. Um, you have paint. Some clear coats are a higher solid. Some are, are softer. Right. Um, and they all polish out differently. So actually going back to the Lambo, I had a brand new Huracan Evo, uh, what, two or three years ago now, probably three years ago. Oh, okay. Um, orange, beautiful car. Literally the guy called me the day after he got it and I went up there to take care of it. It was in the winter and the, I'd say three quarters of the car had sanding marks all over it. Brand new. Uh. The paint was beautiful. It's flat. Mm-hmm. You know, it was great. But I was going up there for figure, okay, a quick polish and coat it and be done for the day. And that turned into a whole ordeal fixing all that. And yeah. um, I got to tell you, I was shocked. Yeah. Very shocked. All right. Well, I hate to say it, but we have come to the end of our show today. It's over uh, already? I know, dude. <laughs> Every time I have you on, that hour flies by. So you guys have been watching Justin Sherwood, Final Inspection Auto Detailing. Um, You know, I don't even know what town you're in. I think you're I'm in Rochester, Mass. I always say it is right down the street from me. But anyway, um, if you're looking for somebody that that is nearby to you that can do the quality work that you need to take care of your car, no matter what state it's in, obviously, since he works on my car, that there's a good chance that, you know, <laughs> if he can handle my stuff, he can handle anything. Yeah, but I, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing is, is I always appreciate you having on and uh, yeah, just thanks for going over the details. Absolutely. With you. I always hope to have pleasure. you. Well, you know what, if what we'll do then, how about we make an appointment for having you on uh, coming into the winter? Because I think. Yeah. Some of the stuff we talked about today was storage related, and I think that is huge. Yep. I think we need to bring that back up to everybody. Yeah. So um, I'm so here. Yeah. I'm always here to have my brain picked. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's um. Oh, just before you do this, there you go. Thank you for letting opening detailing soon. And uh, <laughs> and when hold the word at franchise go. Well, franchise put out a big thank you before. So, but yeah, uh, everybody's cool. saying my thank you for guy. coming in and and uh, being part of the group. So, you know, great to have you. And anytime you have, you know, if you have any new stuff that comes out that you say, like some of this self-cleaning, self-healing stuff or whatever that you want to bring up to us and show some of the stuff and share some of the pictures, you're yeah. always welcome to get yeah. in touch and we'd love to have you. Sound we'll good, buddy? Your, we'll have to make an appointment. We'll get your, get, get your car in the shop. All right, no kidding. All right, yeah. yeah don't, we got to get, get you down here. I don't want you losing much sleep, but yeah, we'll yeah, definitely do right. that, man. Have I'm a, a good for punishment. Right. Everybody, <laughs> have, everybody have a good night. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to hit that bell icon. We will be back hopefully next Tuesday uh, with our next yes. But thank you, Justin. We're going to have a great thank night. You. And as always, guys, keep rolling.